Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. 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 Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, November 3rd, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today we pulled murder, he says. I have a very special guest with me today. It's Alexander Leger Small. Hello. Hello. So happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. Do you remember how I used to say your name? I don't think I do. Tell me how you used to say it. Of course, it. when I first read it, it was Alexander Ledger Small, and we couldn't figure out how to say yeah. it. And then you said it's Leger. And so I used to say Alexander Leger, and then you're like, actually, it's Leger. <laughs> That's my journey with your name. <laughs> I mean, I'm flattered that you took a journey because your name in itself is a journey for so many others. (laughs) I know. That's why I wanted to take the journey. That's why. Well, welcome. How have you been, dear? Oh, just just ducky, you know. (laughs) Uh, Missing you, missing uh, new episodes of Drive All Night and David, you know. Uh, can't help but think that just about this time, what was it, two, three years ago, you guys did Digital Ghost. Oh, my God. wonderful event. And maybe in the coming year, you'll find time to be able to do another digital event. Oh, my God. You remember Digital Ghosts, our little online event, October 24th, 2020? Wait. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I dressed up. I was in the Tory Lookalike contest. God, what a time. What a time we've had together. It's true. Thanks, COVID. I know. I'm honored to be speaking with the winner of our very first ever Wait, Wait, Don't Tour Me. I, th- thank you. I didn't realize that I was the, the very first. I know that I, I share that title with Baker, don't I? She, she's also a trivia winner. Yep. Okay, so we pulled murder, he says. Let's talk about it a little. I have one thing to say about it. Would you like to hear? Yeah, please tell me. I just finished Britney Spears, her new book, The Woman mm-hmm. in Me. And she talks about how K-Fed used to, like when she fell in love with Kevin Federline, it was like real intimate. It was like an intimacy that she had never known. And that he would like put his arms around her and like hold her and make her feel really safe. And she really felt safe. And that they hold themselves up at this time. They hold themselves up together and would just like be in the hotel rooms and watch movies. And she drops Mona Lisa Smile as one of the movies they watched. And I'm like, so Britney's actually seen Tori's performance of Murder, He Says. Just in time for me to quiz Alexander Leger Small about it. I I am agog. I had no idea how you were going to tie Britney (laughs) into this. So like, I'm listening to you talk. I'm like, okay, it's 2003. Yeah, here we are. Hey, Fed, there's a link. I love it. And there's a weird toxicity to their relationship and to the relationship in the song. So there's a nice little tie in there. Oh, yeah. They were chaotic. They are chaotic. They sure are. Did you ever watch their show, Brittany and Kevin, Chaotic? I I know I did, but I thankfully (laughs) cannot remember. One of my favorite lines in the book is she's talking about going to visit Kevin Federline at the studio and how he had like shaved his head and he was like really taking it seriously. And she's like, he actually believed he was a rapper. <laughs> it was really, it was Good shady. For but funny. You. I bet it's full of reeds. Oh, and yes. Like, juicy tea. Oh, so good. Okay, so you're right. This, this relationship is filled with toxicity. How does one combat? You've been married for 20 years. 
Just about. How does one combat a toxic relationship? Oh, geez. Like, I think it's not, it's, it's facing it head on. Mm. It's not letting the little things slip by because that's where, like, the toxicity kind of festers. Like, when you're letting all of the annoyances build up, like in this song, it's kind of what she's saying. She's like, it drives me crazy that he has all these cutesy words and like slang. And is this the thing that's going to break us? It certainly could be like Oprah tells you, listen to people when they tell you who they are. He's (laughs) telling her, he's telling her that he is annoying as hell. (laughs) Yeah. Chick, chick, you torture me. Zoom, zoom. (laughs) So, my confession is this is one of the the stranger songs for me to talk about in Tori's catalog because I have said to many different people, the Tori I like least is <gasps> when she's playing big band Tori. Oh no. <laughs> like, no thank you, pink and glitter. Uh, not a hundred percent here for Lady in Blue, <gasps> but I listened to this song uh quite a few times today, and so it has been stuck in my head all day, <laughs> and it's kind of a bop. It's a bop. Finally found a fella. <laughs> Wait, so you're not so so? Okay, this is. I want to unpack this because you say it's about not letting the little things slide. Like, how do you? If you're in a relationship with Tori and she insists on doing big band, how do you tell her gently, <laughs> um, ma'am, this, our relationship is in jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, we need wife. to have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> wife, ma'am. <laughs> I, think, I think you approach it in a way that is not accusatory or from anger, but like from a place of questioning and I'd sit down with Tori and I'd be like, okay, T, like, tell me, what is this about? Like, what fantasy do you want to try on? And have you had enough of it at this point? (laughs) You know, maybe you have. Maybe there's another era of jazz that we can introduce you to. (laughs) Ooh, like improv. (laughs) Exactly. Or like swing or I I don't know. She could do some Coltrane, some Tweetas. (laughs) Oh, that'd be fun. but yeah, and and so I take that back a little bit. Like I've said that this is not my favorite Tory sound. But after spending time with the song, I would pick this out of the sort of semi catalog that falls into that jazzy oeuvre. Could you see you and Matt swing dancing to this? Do I do, could. do 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 you know I how to could. swing dance? Uh, so true story. I went to a hippie high school for the performing arts. Uh, yes, I know. And we did not have gym class, <laughs> so had... I had to get PE credit somehow. So I took swing dancing and salsa lessons, and those were my PE credits. If you don't have PE class, if you don't have gym class, they shouldn't make you still get the credit. They're like, make it up as you go along. The it's like the state saying like, so what? You should be able to appeal. Little kids <laughs> have to exercise. Trash. So you took a dance class. Let me give you another thought on this song, because I'm spending this time like thinking about, like, why is he saying murder? Yeah. Like, what is that slang for? Is it like, you kill me? And I was like, oh, you slay me. Yeah. Oh, he's basically just being like, slay. Yeah, yeah. He's and like so, saying, exactly. He's like, hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog. Hot dog. I love it. I've also been saying moita all day. Because moita. it is perfectly appropriate for the song. But this is important, though. I like, I like what you're saying. So when you have two separate love languages, what? how do you mm-hmm. resolve that if you want to stay together? 
you're qualified because you're in a long-term relationship and I need this advice. <laughs> so I think that if we're talking about love languages, everybody is on a spectrum of love language. So you may have a primary one and I may have a primary one that are different. But I bet we can connect at like the second or third level. Mm. So, so that's where like, yes, we may have a major difference between us, but we can find our similarity and pour our love into that. And it helps you see past those differences. Like with Matthew, we we both think about the world in very different ways. And it's enraging to me. <laughs> sometimes. Give me an example. Like, Give me an example. Uh so he is not the most politically aware. He has strong political views, but he doesn't follow like day-to-day politics. Uh-huh. So I'll mention something about our asshole former president, right. and he'll be like, "Oh, people are still talking about him." Oh my god! Like, well, where this is, we're still on the knife's edge, buddy. <laughs> what a freedom he has. <laughs> Exactly. And that's how I see it. I'm like, oh, this is actually something to aspire to a little bit. Yeah. Like, even though I feel more comfortable engaged in that place, like I can learn something from his language, Mm -hmm. if you will. I really like what you're saying. Now, I have been in relationships where our primary love language was really different. But I, until you just said that earlier, it would have been so helpful to see it as a spectrum, you know, Mm -hmm. because I just would always say like, this is my love language is touch, for example, like this is my love language and yours is this and we're not operating on the same, like with the same set of ideals or whatever. But if you look at it as a spectrum and that you have all of the four love, are there four, right? I think there are five. Oh, five. That if, if you have all of them in just varying uh, capacities, then connecting on a different one a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then you can like pour, pour everything into that. I really like that. And I wish I'd heard that sooner. Yeah. As I, as I remember being exposed to love languages, it was like taking a test. And it like ranked the languages like first, like mine is acts of service. Like, oh, is it? I, I do for people, and I want them to appreciate. Oh I God. also really like gifts. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Let me look up these love I languages love- so I can make sure that I know what they are, because I know mine is touch. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, oh, there are five love languages, and they are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Yes, I love them all. So, like, Matthews are quality time and words of affirmation. Mm. And I can see my love language of acting, of contributing. Mm -hmm. I can do that by giving him the words of affirmation. So I feed that part of his love language by cultivating mine. Oh, that's so wise. It's taken a long time. (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been together? Almost 20 years, you said? Uh, 20 years next year. Jesus. And you're only 29. That's weird. I know. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have a couple things because I'm leaving. I don't know if you've heard, but I'm leaving Never Shut Up. This is your last guest appearance with me as the host. So what I've done and what I've done for all of our guests so far and will continue to do is I've pulled one of my Prism Oracle cards to represent our relationship and move and and your 
relationship would never shut up moving forward. And <laughs> I haven't turned it over yet, but it, I pulled it at the same time I pulled murder, he says. So I'm turning it over now. And it's happiness. Oh. Oh, wait, let me read it. It's in the orange family of cards. Hold on. I got a thumb through it. Happiness. Happiness is a warm gun. Just kidding. One of the most beautiful feelings as if the world is shimmering around you, but we seldom acknowledge when we're feeling good and instead focus on when we're feeling bad. So take this time to cherish your happiness, really experience it and feel its warmth. So I actually, does it, does it ring true if I were to tell you, like, I, I see you as one of the happiest people I've met in recent years? Does that ring true to you? Oh, wow. It's, it's a wonderful compliment and one of those great moments when somebody tells you something about yourself that you can't see. Mm. Um, Do you see yourself as a happy individual? No, I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I've had a, a really rough handful of years around emotional stuff and... Uh, frankly, about the way that other people perceive me. So to have such a positive affirmation uh, that you see me as a happy person gives me faith that maybe I can be an even happier one. I've, you know, I so enjoy like when I do see you and I've seen you a few times on the road only and less than I'd like to. But when I do see you, I just feel like a warmth from you. And I think that you're probably the first, if I look back, I think you're the first friend we made from the show like you came oh my in goodness. yeah you came in early right you came in like I, way early i think i found you guys in the middle of the first little earthquakes recording oh my God. <laughs> that's old <laughs> you're old school well thank you for still being here seven years later <laughs> yeah I, and i'll be with you guys forever yeah i wouldn't want it any other way i know i want my entertainment oh my god would you go if i mean later if i were to plan like a gay mexican vacation would you go absolutely oh good i want to get all the homos together and like be in take me to a a pyramid oh my god that'd be amazing before we wrap up i want you to tell me how we're going to take murder he says into our weekend and what you said i think is really helpful is like to kind of hear if he's irritating you by saying murder like hear what he's really trying to say and how can we take Mm -hmm. that into our weekend like what do you suggest you the wise you old wise one (laughs) i suggest that you recognize how lucky you are for what it is even if it's annoying you maybe maybe it's your car and like your brakes go out or something but you were you're lucky you have a car maybe it's uh, the job you're on leave from who knows who knows yeah uh, or maybe it's a lover maybe oh, it's yeah. the person you love who has pressed that button one too many times on you and does it again mm-hmm. but like remember in the song they're in an intimate situation they are <laughs> in love with each other that's true so remember your love and remember how lucky you are. Oh, so operating from a base of like remembering, remembering the love, remembering how lucky you are will get you through the like really tricky moments, you think? I think it's uh, one of the best techniques that I have. Okay. With that being said, I'm going to, I know you're going to be devastated when I'm gone, as will the I'm world be. So much, but uh, Rose is going to do a fantastic job. Oh, God, I, I can't love wait. her energy. I've gotten to know her through social media from the tours and through her standing in on the podcast here as well. Yeah, and she did such a good job, right? She really did. She's a natural. And uh, you know what? You are now 
creating a like podcast network of oh, shows. Oh, they're not all yours. You are the the drive all night podcast network. Oh my now. god, we are a network. We're reaching our goal of being a conglomerate. Well, wait, you've got three, four shows. Yeah, five, seven. Wait, we got drive all night, drive all night plus, never shut up, tour all night, tour all year. We need a, we need two more. <laughs> seven is the perfect. I saw my Lana Del Radio idea and carried away from Mariah Carey. <laughs> Maybe you'll have some time for those now. No, no. It's all drive all night all the time now. Okay. Thank Because you. I know you're going to be devastated. I have this. I pulled this book off my shelf, one of my favorite books. It's called 14,000 Things to Be Happy About. And I'm going to thumb through it. And you just tell me when to stop. And then I'll choose a page. Just tell me when to stop. I'm thumbing through. Here we go. Stop. Okay. Now I'm going to run my left or right? Left. Okay. I'm going to run my finger up and down the page. Here I'm running it up and down. You tell me when. When? You now, when you, when you miss me, all you have to think about is wildlife in its natural habitat. That's what you got to <laughs> think about. <laughs> and you'll be happy again. All right. I'll just think of like frolicking bears. Exactly. In the woodland, we, you, like, knew, you know what we mean. Fish and streams. Oh, I thought you meant like cubs and otters and pups. Oh, well. And, yeah. That is what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Catching good. fish is a euphemism. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, if it's not, it should be. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is now. It is now. That's brilliant. Yes. Frolicking bears in their natural habitat, the eagle. Yes. <laughs> oh, I miss you so much. Okay, well, thank you for being on the show. And this has been a journey with you. Congratulations on winning Wait, Wait, Don't Tour Me. Congratulations on everything, your 20-year relationship. Congratulations to you on this next chapter in your life. Oh, thank you. And all, all of the new joy that will come to... Never shut up with Rose in charge. And I can't wait. Thank you. I miss you terribly, and I hope I can see you soon. I hope to see you soon, too. Oh, my God. Come to L.A., or we'll go to Mexico together. Mexico. Okay, better. Okay, now, last but not least, you've got to choose the theme for today's Fuck Around Friday. Oh, right. Oh, my okay, God. So the theme that I want to do is songs that reference clothing. Oh my god, oh, that's a good challenge. Okay, songs that reference clothing. But no ode to my clothes. Oh, well, we can't do that because she hasn't done it live. What can you do? So it'll just Has be... she never done it live? I don't think so, right? Maybe? Good for her. You know, you know how that song came to be because she lost her clothes, right? It, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Somewhere <laughs> yeah. in the hills of Ireland. Exactly. Because her, her housekeeper gave the clothes away that were supposed to go oh, get, to get washed. I reading this. Yes. Yeah. The clothes were supposed to get washed at the dry cleaner, but the housekeeper gave them away. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's people walking around Ireland in Karen Bin's original... <laughs> Capes. So, what is this? This has got to be like 95, 96. Yeah, it's so got to be. Not even like sparkly apron Glittery, level. At this yeah. point. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'd walk around in one of those. I would too. Absolutely. I would love to see an exhibit of them too. I would too. Mm. Well, here, here is our songs that reference clothes. Fuck around Friday. Thank you, Alexander. Thank you, Ephraim. Love you. I love bye you more. Bye. <laughs>
met a lot of you today already. Uh, anyway, some of you know we leave Chicago tonight, which is all very sad for us. We like it here. Our favorite place along the trail. Sometimes don't want to go, but still, there's always something good next year.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.